Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for downloading episode 140 of We Got This with Mark and Hal, our Halloween episode. (laughs) Do you know what I find very scary? That we still have tickets available for our show this Sunday, November 5th. At 7 p.m. at the Moroccan in Los Angeles, our very first Los Angeles show. <laughs> thunder, thunderstrike, thunderstrike. You can get tickets right now by going to hallublin.com forward slash live. We're going to have little Janet Varney as our special guest. <laughs> and we'll be sharing the bill with Can I Pet Your Dog? Yes! Lightning strike, thunder, thunder, thunder. Yes! I'll See you there. Get your tickets now online for a discount. <laughs> but for now, please enjoy episode 140 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Snakes or spiders. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. How? What? I'm scared. Yeah, I'm scared, too. I'm scared about our topic today. It's a very scary topic that we have. I'm scared about my life in general. Will I turn out okay? <laughs> today, we are talking about snakes versus spiders. Yes. So we're too scared to do this ourselves. This is true. We have brought on to the show someone who knows about scary situations because this is a man with four daughters. You're putting a lot of judgment here, uh, but he is the, the, the brain behind explodingunicorn.com, a hilarious writer, uh, has a great Twitter account that you should be following. It's James Breakwell. Welcome, James. Hey, thanks for having me. Yes. Thanks for coming on. Um, so you, uh, you are most well known for, uh, your family, you and your four daughters. You have your hands full and you share with the world, uh, those things that are filling your hands, so to speak. This, this is true, but the things that aren't in my hands are spiders and snakes, which are far, far worse than children. So I, yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like the situation's under control. As a dad, do you have to deal with uh, all of the creepy crawlies that get into the house? Like if a bug or a mouse or anything gets in, is it always uh, dad's got to take care of this? With some things, like if there were a snake, we would just evacuate and burn down the house. But with spiders, I can handle spiders. Spiders are harmless. See, I if I see any spider, I, I have a theory that I'll uh-huh. expound on more later. But I believe that spiders are working as a coordinated army to slowly kill all of humanity until – and then all other species until <laughs> only spiders remain. But uh, – so how <laughs> – you're in Indiana. Is that right? Yes, I'm in Indiana. So did you – is that where you're from originally as well? I, I grew up – I was born in Iowa and grew up in Illinois and then worked my way here. I'm doing like a, a tour of the worst parts of the Midwest. <laughs> East you're getting all the I states. In the I am. Yeah. Crossing them off the list. So so you, uh, you probably had to deal with a fair amount of critters in the house. 
Is that fair to say? Just growing up, like there were every once in a while, there'd be a mouse in there or, or a, a spider, but probably rarely a snake. Yeah. 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 I got to say the worst thing to get in your house is mice. Those are, those are horrible. They, uh, they go everywhere. They breed like crazy. You can hear them in the walls and that's just the yes. worst. Like you can't hear a snake or hear a spider. You hear a mouse. For me with mice, the problem is no, I think they're adorable when I see them. I don't ever want to have to kill any mammal or pick up a dead version of any animal. Oh, there's a smell. Yeah. Dead mice. We had mice in our house. Uh, the, the second house we were ever in, which is the house I basically grew up in, there was a mouse in there, uh, or several mice. And they, they ate a lot of my childhood stuffed animals, which I wasn't happy about, but you would go down to the basement, which was a, a mostly finished basement, and you would just see like a dead mouse. Just sort of chilling there. <laughs> and it was not only smelly, but terrifying because Ugh. you never w- – like I always believe a dead animal is waiting for me to try and touch it so that it can attack. So, like it so, is feigning death. <laughs> Here's the challenging part with, with these stories. Like as you get into it, you're like – and you start telling funny dead animal stories. Like this is the part where you get the hate mail. Like this one time I, I killed this mouse. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, this one time yeah. I killed this mouse. <laughs> <laughs> We are testing the boundaries of what we can get away with on the internet. So we we, we laid out, you know, you get mice in the house, and yeah, they're cute, but not in your house. You know, they poop everywhere, and they chew up stuff, and they make you feel, you just feel horrible. So we put out poison everywhere, but the poison doesn't kill mice right away. How it works is it makes them thirsty, and they drink water and die. Like, it's the most diabolical thing, but the idea is... Wait, they drink water, and like they drink too much water? It's like a a two-part bomb in their system, and it needs water to activate it. It's like something out of, like, a sci-fi novel, and the idea is they'll go find a puddle, but like it doesn't work that way. So one day I get home with all four kids. My wife isn't home yet. And I walk in and there's a dead mouse in the middle of the kitchen floor just laying there. And this is going to traumatize my kids for life. Yeah, sure. So I have to go and like grab the pooper scooper from the yard and try to keep the kitchen door closed to keep them out. Because as soon as you close any door, they want to come in. And of course, it sure. doesn't lock. Because why would you ever lock a kitchen? Like that's not a, a function I need. So right. I, I, I can them. use it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I put the mouse in the pooper scooper and I start to carry it's just a rake in like a, a, a dust bin and I, I t- start to take it out. I've got it up and it starts jumping. The thing Whoa. wasn't all the way dead. Oh, it was the I worst. I, I, like, I rushed it outside and like tossed it in a dumpster across the street and that's where its saga ended. It probably Did just you? walked it off. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't have to like, oh, I got to smack this thing in the head real hard to end it quick. I, I did so not I'm do any in the dumpster. I didn't oh. do any mercy killing. I felt like it was just up yeah. to fate at that point. If it was going to like claw its way out and be like the Rocky of mice, like that yeah. was not it. I just had to go do it someplace <laughs> it else. It's just been slightly dazed, and you thought you were mercy killing it when you pick it up by the tail and smack it a couple times. Like, hey, man, I was just getting over that first thing you did. Uh, <laughs> with mice too, though, like you hear the scratching in the wall. Do you have mice? Do you have demonic possessions? Like that's how yeah. every horror movie starts. Oh, uh, in college. Uh, senior year, I, I shared a house with a bunch of people, and there was a bird in the walls, <laughs> specifically in my wall, like between my wall and the hallway wall. Like so, it, it, and it it was trapped in there. It was a oh. real 127 days situation, and it would, <laughs> it would like every once in a while it would fight violently, and there would be like flapping and scratching, and then it would and then it would stop. And I I didn't know what to do. I didn't I, like we. Uh, it took me – 21-year-old Hal didn't think I should probably call the superintendent or owner of this house to deal with it. I was like, you know what the most humane thing to do is – and this is where I will get hate mail. Oh, no. If I take some nails, oh. I bet you I can approximate where its head is and just like quickly kill it. 
with a nail because oh. I'm 21 years old. I've I've not figured anything out yet, and this is the only way to make the quiet come. So, oh, no. how many I, nails? How many nails did you put oh, in that God, wall? Uh, I put hell. I put three nails in the wall, and I <laughs> like our Lord and Savior. <laughs> I, just, like, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> I thought it couldn't get any worse, and then I did. <laughs> That's where the hate mail's coming. <laughs> you know what? Three days later, I rolled the stone away, and that bird was gone. <laughs> no, it, it it was still alive. I think I missed it. I think I did like the the magician trick where you put swords sure. in a, in and, a and coffin. And that mouse was, it, you just happened to get the only mouse that was also a magician's assistant? Yes. He <laughs> was like, I know this one, brother. But it was, Hang on, let me tuck in and grab those fake mouse legs. That That is, it runs in my family, though. One time a bat got into our house when I was growing up. It was the spare bedroom where my grandmother would stay when she came to, to visit. And she was sleeping there and a bat got in, so she ran out and woke up my mother, who woke up my father, who had to run in. Well, he had to walk in, bleary-eyed, in his normal sleeping attire, which is tidy whities and nothing else, with a pillowcase and a broom, oh. and tried to, like, sweep the bat into the pillowcase, which he was able to do. Lord knows how. Those I would not have been able skills, to do skills, man. That's impressive. He's, uh, you know, for <laughs> for a, at the time, 40-some-year-old Jewish man in the suburbs of Philadelphia, he was <laughs> he was pretty outdoorsy in that moment. <laughs> but, um, but my uh, my mother and grandmother were like, you got to get rid of it. Get rid of it. So he thought they meant, you know, tap the nose. You know what's going to happen to this bat. So he starts slamming the broom oh, onto no. the pillowcase. But I think he wound up dumping it out the window and it lived. The point is you Just cannot real kill. Days. Yeah, no animal will ever die. That's the, that's that's the moral of the story. Except <laughs> yes. one If a Jew love. tries to kill it, no animal will ever die. <laughs> that's, that I believe that's people. in the Torah, isn't it? Yes, you roll the stone away and the animal is back. <laughs> oh, now that we've offended absolutely everyone. <laughs> yes. Uh, but guys, we're not here to talk about dead mice. <laughs> we're here to talk about uh, an animal that likes to eat dead mice. Uh, snakes versus spiders. Um, we have in front of us a pretty intense uh, collection of research for this episode. Uh, the spiders section done by Kate McManus, as always. But we did have uh, Kristen Menser do the snake section uh, because this was because uh, Kate McManus would not even research snakes. So afraid <laughs> that she so could, afraid of snakes. She was afraid she would come across a picture. So she couldn't do it. But you're, that's where you are with snakes. Is that right, James? I can I can do a picture of it. Like, I'm not afraid a picture will bite right. me. But anything beyond that, I, I, I'm i going to stop. So uh, the movie Snakes on a Plane would not have been your bag. Snakes on a Plane was an all. I was okay with that. I was okay. I just I just don't want them physically with me. I think okay. I think that fear is perfectly rational. Um, you know, I, so what if I scream like a little girl if they're in the same room with me? That's, that's a valid defense technique. Sure. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, it just comes down to, uh, like, there was a story the other day, a news story, just a couple days ago, of a little girl, like four years old, who got bit by... By a black widow spider mm-hmm. and the story was that like four days later they realized it was a black widow spider because she had a black mark on her leg and she went to the doctor and she was fine like and as far as the spider column if like you're black widow like if you carry a name like black widow i feel like yeah. if you bite a little kid it shouldn't take you infinite amount of time to kill that child like in order to live <laughs> up to your name there should be some deadliness there you should be like oh i guess in a week or two we should go to the doctor like with snakes right. It's like, you look at this list, like, there's a snake with one drop of venom that can kill a hundred men. Like, how do you even test that out? Like, you have 60 <laughs> seconds before you're dead. I hope you have that little vial that the old man told you to get that yeah. you never listened to his warning. Who was right? Who was in charge of your rowboat? I, yeah. And I, I assume that was discovered, as all things were, by the ancient Romans, either killing 
or the Middle yeah. East or other oh. Romans. Um, what does this snake do? <laughs> throw it in a room with a hundred guys. Let's see what happens. You you do make a good point with the oh, hold. I, I think I think what we're ultimately trying to decide here, which we haven't really figured it out. I think we're trying to de- to determine which is worse, right? Yes, I, well, I agree. The, with that. the worst animal, but yeah, sp- because so- spider. Some spiders are. There is a bird eating spider, and they'll show you. It was the one that they had one that was in arachnophobia. It was like the main mm-hmm. villain of arachnophobia, and it's so big that the guy would show you, like, look how big the spider is, and he pulls its legs apart, and it looks like a friggin' like a muppet, like something that out of the Dark Crystal. Mm-hmm. It's so terrifying. It's those are the ones that really scare me. Tarantulas, like a black widow, I don't want to mess with any spider. I'm afraid of, but tarantulas are the most frightening because they are so slow. They are not in a hurry to kill you. They but will if take they're their so time. slow, you can move faster than a tarantula. I know I can. Have you ever seen me? I played, <laughs> I played softball today, and it took. I hit a ball into center field, and almost like there was no way I was beating out any ball that I hit anywhere. <laughs> here's here's my criteria. Like if okay. I am locked in an empty room, unarmed, just the clothes on my back, with this thing, who wins, me or it? Like if I'm locked in a room with a tarantula yeah. and I'm wearing shoes, I'm good. I win that fight a hundred times out of a hundred. Yeah. It's not like I'm some crazy survivor guy. I can just take a step. If I'm locked in a room with a cobra, I'm dead. Like it doesn't even have to be the snake that can kill a hundred people with one drop of yeah. venom. It could be like like any snake on the venom. Spiders tier. aren't fast like snakes are. Also, uh, there could be there could be the world's most deadly black widow spider in a room. But if I eyeballed it before it snuck up on me, which a snake is probably just as good at sneaking up as a spider is. But if I eyeballed that spider, I would be able to avoid it. A snake, I don't have this necessarily the speed to avoid. Exactly. They're more oh. terrifying. At this point in the game, they're they're more terrifying. Also, and I wrote an article on snakes years ago, and I got so much hate mail for it. There are a lot of people who just love snakes. But, yes. like, and everybody's like, well, a snake won't bother you unless you deserve it. Like, that, it's only going to strike. And it's like, why am I going to trust the, the judgment of a snake? Like, we take the most deadly toxins in existence, and you put them in the, in the, in the fangs of something with a brain smaller than a walnut. Like, am I going to trust its judgment that it's going to make a good moral decision on whether or not to bite? It's like, it's like putting a nuclear arsenal in the hands of, like, a reality TV star. Like, nobody's going to do that. You can't oh. trust something that's deadly. Oh, no. Yeah. Have you been in a coma? <laughs> <laughs> It would never happen, not in a million years. Terrible, terrible. My goodness, it's insane. Um, All right, so we're we're getting into the the scariness factor of who is worse. Uh, I would like to I would like to go down the list of some of the uh, some of the research that we have in front of us. Okay, uh, because there are some (laughs) there are some really fun uh, because all that does say it does not say which is worse, spiders or snakes. It just says spiders versus snakes. So these are just some comparisons. To take or leave as you will. The tail of the tape. Um, the, the number. Okay, let, let's start with a few numbers-based ones that I think will be fun. All right. Because uh, numbers are always fun. Number of species: forty thousand different variety of spider, twenty-nine hundred variety of snakes. Spiders wins this handily. Also, spiders winning. Leg count: spiders eight, snakes zero. That's dumb. Look, That's just the dumbest. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, so wait, far. is a spider better than me? I only have two legs. Well, yeah, a yes. spider is better than you, Hal. Because can, you, can you pick up a bird oh, and man. carry it away and spin a web? No. All right, not even. Um, now, this one, I this one I actually do kind of think is uh, more serious and fun. Is contribution to medicine? Okay. Um, oh, there was that one snake that became an ER doctor. 
and sure. save 10 children from a bus crash. Yeah, I do remember that snake. Also, right? there, there's two snakes on every doctor's staff. <laughs> right? <laughs> two snakes on every doctor's staff. Um, we've also got a lot of venom is used in uh, drugs to treat cancer, bacterial infections, and other ailments. And with spiders, it's the silk, uh, the natural fibers that create uh, parachutes and bulletproof vests. So I guess in this regard, spiders are helping out with practical things that are big, and snakes are helping out with small microbial inside the body things. Have, have either of you guys ever seen a spider or snake being milked for its venom? Uh, yes, I've seen a snake get milk for its venom. Oh, only on TV, thankfully. Not like yes. Oh, I don't God, mean like no, that's terrifying. <laughs> like yeah. Walking down the street, there's a guy milking a snake. Oh, that's what it looks like. Yeah, in the mall next to the Orange Julius is the, is the venom the snake milker. milker. Yeah, <laughs> gross. Yeah. You know that there's somebody on Craigslist who has yeah. snake milker as cold, their cold slab creamery. <laughs> cold slab creamery. That's what you happens will, if you get the venom wrong. We'll milk your snake for a bunch of empty folded up cardboard boxes. You know what? I read that on a bathroom wall once. Somebody wanted to milk my snake oh god <laughs> let's, let's not hear the end of that story <laughs> <Exactly. Yeah. laughs> uh. all right um, but, but oh but I, this is all to say that it is a terrifying process like snakes because basically you have to get their fangs out and then put it on the edge of a glass and then the venom pours out but i've seen it done to a tarantula which is real scary because they just look like hairy lumps and then you see oh they've got teeth Mm-hmm. They've got scary. T- I'm going to keep bringing it back. So somebody uh, recent, like within the last year, I was sitting at a table and they they wanted to show me a picture of a tarantula without knowing that I was afraid of them. And they showed me and I jumped up and almost ran through their back door. Like I almost knocked it over. I was so terrified. And that's why because they're they're They look like these little slow, hairy things, but they have teeth. That's not right. You know, my kids are all slow, hairy things with teeth. I don't know. Maybe that's why they don't scare me. But though the whole limbless thing with two fangs with venom, that's that's where I draw the line. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, they're – I'm trying to think if um, there's like a – like I don't want the, – the only time I've ever really encountered a snake is like when, when somebody – like a herpetologist would come to – to my elementary school, like with like, here's what mm. a snake looks like. Everybody touch the the giant boa constrictor. Was it a boa constrictor? Whatever snake that they had with them, and it was just like, oh, this feels like mom's boots. It didn't. It, there was nothing yeah. about it that it didn't seem as frightening. That being said, if I heard if I'm out on a hike in the canyons, which never happens, <laughs> if, you've, if you've ever seen a picture of me, James, you'll know I'm I'm speaking hypothetical, but. <laughs> If I hear something that sounds anything like a rattle, I I am terrified because there are yeah. always signs that say watch out for rattles. Watch out for yeah. rattlesnakes. I've never seen one. I don't know anybody who's seen mm-hmm. one. But if you have a dog out here, you have to get them trained to avoid like because dogs are curious. They're they're going to want to sniff and go mm-hmm. up to their new friend. What's they this have to rattle? Be trained. Yeah, they have to be trained to not go near right. rattlesnakes. I don't know what that is. What that training is? Uh, I it's common sense. <laughs> you just give a dog yeah, like, hey dog, listen, these rattlesnakes. Look, I know you don't speak English. Do you have one of those collars from that movie Up, where I, you we can understand each other? I just, um, 
there was a war on nature. I feel like we should have won it by now. Like, you know, there's no wolves around here. There's no bears. There's no spiders that can kill us. But there are still snakes. And we're like, oh, there's some rattlesnakes around here. Let's preserve them. Like, what? Why am I going to save something that can kill me? This is totally counterintuitive. If it can kill us, if it's a threat, you know, put it on a reservation somewhere on an island. But it does not need to be in my forest or in my backyard. That does like, feel like the whitest thing any of us can say. But I completely agree with you. Uh, <laughs> I will want this. them in your mind. I'm going to say this in a spider's defense. Yes. And this is only going to fuel the terror or in a snake's defense. It's only going to fuel the terror we have at snakes. Yeah. Um, they uh, snakes will eat uh, rodents and small critters that are generally deemed uh, pests. Yeah. But what so does that look like? Snakes are good for pest control. And also this is terrifying from our research. Uh, larger members of the snake family will eat certain pests as deer and hogs. Okay. That is a giant, giant monster if it can take down a deer. Now, I, I'm on the fence about deer being pests. I just drove across the country and I saw so many dead deer on the side of the road and met many people who were like, good, get rid of them. Right. Um, they're ruining our land. So I don't know um, what problems deer cause. But the idea of having like, oh, I'm going to unleash a monster to take care of my deer problem is terrifying to me. You know, there are other ways to take care of these, like, especially for mice. Like, boy, I, there's no other solution to mice. You know, what about cats? Everybody loves cats. Even if you, yeah. you're not a huge fan of cats, I think you'd you'd rather take care of your mouse problem with a cat than a rattlesnake. I mean, it just seems like we can all agree on that point. And, like, as far as, like, the, everybody's like, well, the ecosystem, it depends on the rodents and then the snake and all that stuff. Like, I'm willing to cut off that whole part of the food chain. Like, there's nothing in that part of that food chain that is, that is of value to my life. Oh, we need the, we need the mice so we can have the rattlesnakes and the hawk can eat the rattlesnake. Like, I have rid of them all. rattlesnake before, and it's delicious. You have? What does have, it taste like? Uh, I had a rattlesnake Poison? and rabbit <laughs> sausage. So it was rattlesnake and rabbit, which I thought, oh, this is predator and prey in the same sausage. Who's at the top of this food chain? This guy eating the hot dog. <laughs> it's really nice that Ted Nugent invited you over for dinner. That yeah, was amazing, wasn't it? I like to think that it was just going to be rattles. It was just going to be rattlesnake sausage. But when they got the rattlesnake, they found that it had just eaten a rabbit. So they're like, oh, <laughs> you put a lot of thought into that meal. I just imagine you like I staring can. at it intently, and everybody else is just creeped out. He's <laughs> this whole murder suicide fantasy. Yeah. see for animals going on. <laughs> I was into it, man. I was very excited because I felt like I was at the top of that food chain. That's the thing why I think snakes are infinitely more terrifying to me than spiders are is that uh, I'm not sure. I know that I know that people are pretty high up in the food chain, but there was just that video from Malaysia, I think, or uh, Indonesia or somewhere that just came out uh, a couple weeks ago where they found a snake and uh, they cut him open and there was a dude inside. What? Oh yeah, there is a video of it. I highly unrecommend you watching it <laughs> online. Whatever, whatever the 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 opposite of a little Facebook thumbs up uh, is, maybe thumbs down. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna live here. Oh great. You know what? I think you're right. Uh, yeah, as as big a thumbs down, I condemn it in as strong a terms as I can. What, was the guy alive or was he no, like a he skeleton? Was very very dead. <laughs> you don't come out of that. He's just yeah. walking off. I'm good. I'm good. He was still basically whole. Like you could make out his sneakers and. Jeans. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, did they not match? Is that why the snake? Yeah, <laughs> that snake was like, oh, what are you doing wearing these white socks with these black sneakers? And after Labor Day. Yeah. Who are you, my high school math teacher? Chomp. 
You know, the, 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 wor- the worst part about snakes, again, is, is people love them. So, like, if you kill a snake, you're the bad guy. Like, you, if you smash a spider, first of all, nobody's ever going to know because it's tiny most of the time. But, you know, it's not going to cause moral outrage. If you kill a snake because you think it might be poisonous or it is poisonous, like, you've you've declared war on an endangered species. And people don't like that. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a body left behind that you have to hide. And it's just, it's a lot of work. I, I like that I can just destroy spiders and not feel bad about it. Like, I, I'm okay with that. You know, I, my, uh, in-laws are in, are in like sort of rural Florida and there are rattlesnakes there. So you have to, to, if you have a gun, like to shoot vermin and stuff, you need to have rattlesnake shot. There, there are wow. specific bullets mm-hmm. for rat one time. Uh, my father-in-law crushed one under the head of his bulldozer. Oh. <laughs> like he saw it was there. And so he slowly lowered. The bulldozer head until it separated the snake's head from its body. Sorry, snake lovers. I'm very Ooh. sorry. I know we have also, people. Your father-in-law is a bulldozer. <laughs> He's who a doesn't? Dude, you don't yeah. have a bulldozer on your property. You guys, yeah. uh, so I turn in your bulldozer. man card. Oh, yeah, man, really. Is, it's 2017. You guys, I gotta go to the John Deere store right now. <laughs> there, there are there are a lot of people who have who have snakes as who like love reptiles. I bought a snake as a pet once. No, you did. I did. Actually, didn't buy it as a pet. I bought it at a pet store, but I bought it for a prank. So I wound up standing inside a closet, hiding for about six hours while a snake crawled up my leg. Wow! And you were playing a prank on yourself? <laughs> no, I was, we were playing a prank on my college. Sorry that this is coming out twenty years later. Wait, hold on. What is the full prank? Here? Well, the prank was it was we were the graduating class of two thousand one, so we decided it would be funny to uh, release two thousand and one crickets into the bathrooms at our school. And then we thought it would be equally funny to send in a snake after them. So we bought a snake to send in after them and just released it into the school. What, what part also, of that required you to be in a closet? A yeah, wait, why were you in a closet? Hold I on. I feel like that was just you having fun. We had to hide in the closet so we could be inside the school after hours. You were playing a game was called a- Seven Minutes Eleven. Yep. <laughs> couldn't, you, couldn't you have hidden in the closet like ten minutes before they locked the doors? You really have to be in there six hours before? Yeah. You had to wait until the janitor was done. This isn't Ocean's Eleven. So we had and we hid and they swept the school to make sure no one was in there and then they locked it up and then the janitor cleans it so then we had to wait for the cleaning crew and so we're all standing in this closet for a few hours with uh i had a snake crawling up my leg uh someone else had two thousand crickets in a bag just chirping which why the custodian who walked by and did not hear two thousand crickets chirping in a wall uh and what didn't seem alarmed by it. Here's my theory. He did hear you, and he thought those stupid college kids are in there with crickets and a snake. Let's <laughs> leave him in the closet for six hours. You got pranked. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the longest breaks tonight my overnight graveyard shift. Oh, uh, every time they think I've left a room, I'm gonna come right back into it. What happened to the snake? No one knows. No it's one still knows. there. It's, it's like 20 feet there. long now. It's wearing a small yeah. phantom mask and hanging out <laughs> in the rafters. Yeah. Someone is helping it make the music of the night. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. That, that's terrible, though. Now I, f- I actually feel bad for this, and I'm no that's, friend of snakes. That's the problem right there. They get sympathy, and I don't know why. There's a, there's a, there's like a type of rattlesnake, like a subtype, and I think it's in Iowa, and it only exists on like three farm properties. It's like on 20 <laughs> acres of grass. And it only no, comes after you. No, but there are like 50 of this snake left in the world. There's people like, there are people out there who said, huh, 
So that's the farm with 50 rattlesnakes, huh? I'll buy that. Like, what are you thinking? Why would you live here? Like, these people have kids. Like, why Why would you buy the rattlesnake house? The beginning of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it blows the mind. But then you've got, then they just, oh, I feel bad for the snake. And then it bites you because it feels nothing but hunger. Um, I have, and, and while we're talking about these animals and our feeling good or feeling bad for them, I feel like, uh, for me, spiders, I was trained early on that spiders get a bum rap that uh spiders take care of other insect problems much the way that uh snakes take care of rodent problems but even more so spiders kill other insects that get in the way uh and are also super important to our food chain and also let you know which pigs are some pig which (laughs) ones are regular you're dumb. Uh, no, I'm just pointing out that my introduction to spiders was a science yeah. teacher saying, A, they're not that bad. Right. Uh, and then B, that book, uh, Charlotte's Web. So I've always had kind of a soft spot for spiders. You know? They've never really bothered me. If I see one, I will not smash its head in with a bulldozer. <laughs> I will try to catch it in a glass and take it outside. You know, I also read Charlotte's Web as a kid, but I got a soft spot for pigs like a normal person. So I now own a pig and yeah. zero spiders. And I, I feel like that was the right decision. As a fly swatter to kill a spider. <laughs> is that it? Wait, is that what's going on? Is your pig allowed in the house? She's, I, you guys not check my Instagram. I put like three pictures of it up tonight. It's sleeping well, in bed right. with my three year old right now. Pigs are awesome. Oh, we're going to look at this for sure. <laughs> so let's, let's, so pause, yeah. pause the podcast. Oh, Instagram break. oh <laughs> come on. It's not even fair. This that- is not like a pot belly pig. This is. No, it's a pop. Well, they're called like Juliana mini pigs, but I mean, really, like a breed of pig is just whatever you make up an arbitrary name. It's basically a smaller pot belly pig. It should be forty or fifty pounds. Wow, it's it's, it's called a Juliana pig. Uh, yeah, they call them. Some people call them Juliana mini pigs. I don't know if that name is really recognized anywhere or not. Just don't. Uh, you want to talk about something controversial? Don't talk about spiders and snakes. Talk about pigs. When I told people I was going to get a pig, oh my god, it was. Like, people were like, "Okay, you can obviously take care of four daughters. No big deal." You think you could take care of a pig? What? Like they they thought I was going to kill this animal. They thought it was going to be six hundred pounds and destroy my house. It was. I I have never gotten as much hate as when I brought home this tiny, cute little pig. Really? So uh, people get fired up about words. I'm still. Every time I post a picture, there's at least one person who says, she's looking pretty big. And there's another person who says, who either says, I'm killing the pig or the pig is, you know, killing us. So it's, uh, it's apparently pretty controversial. But for the record, nobody has died. We're, we're good. Good. <laughs> Are you, look, look, the, people, the people that, uh, the, the neighbors didn't understand that family that took in Paddington either. But that's they true. Padding. And they Padding, were. you know what? Paddington, though, he flooded the bathroom. I mean, Paddington was kind of a jerk. I'm yeah. not going to lie. That movie is fantastic. If you haven't seen the movie Paddington, I love it. Really? Yeah. It's like Amelie for Britain. It has, it has Dr. <laughs> it really Who in is. it. It has, do- yeah, it's got, uh, Peter Capaldi in yeah, it. Like, yeah. It's like a, it's like a Harry Potter movie and then it's and got all the great. I'd, I'd like to believe that he is actually Doctor Who in there. Like he, he plays the, you know, the weird old guy yeah, all the time. Like, he has a TARDIS in his backyard. <laughs> that's where Paddington came from. It explains everything. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. Are you, uh, you own a pig. Are you a pork eater or do you not eat pork? I eat pork. I thought I'd feel bad about it, and I don't. Not even at all. But here's like pigs eat other pigs if they're wounded or injured. Like when we drop pork, like the pig tries to eat it. She shoots for it. She's like a food seeking missile. So wow. do you pick up a- pork and you're like, no, that's super weird. You're not allowed to eat that. 
So I know I claimed I like pigs to the Charlotte's Web. That's not true. I was born on a pig farm. So, like, for three generations, like, pigs fed my family. And, like, just then my dad hurt his back and we moved off the farm. So I was, like, the only non-farmer in the family. I failed at life. So now I've got my one pig. But when people are like, oh, your pig's got it so hard, it's like, this is the only pig in my family's entire history that has lived. Like, this is the yeah. luckiest pig we've <laughs> ever had. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this pig is living in the lap yeah, of luxury. Yeah, this pig is literally tucked into a bed with a blanket over him. What's his name? Uh, Gilly. She's a girl. Gilly. Oh. Gilly. All right, Gilly. She's adorable. Yeah. Do, now, is she... Do you think that Gilly would be more afraid of a of a snake? Like, is she afraid of other animals? Well, we've got a dog, and uh, she pushes the dog around. So that I, she's, she has not displayed fear of any other animal. She pretty much just exists to eat and sleep. So I don't know if she's capable of fear. She does not fear my children. And if she doesn't fear my children, she probably is not going to fear anything, because they are by far the greatest threat to her life. <laughs> fair. That's there fair. There you go. <laughs> so... I just, I, I get I, everything that's been said is logical so far. Right. And I think that that even pop culture supports a fear of snakes over a mm-hmm. fear of spider. I mean, Indiana Jones is the greatest example sure. of what is it? A fitophobia? Is that is that the the fear of snakes? Yes, a, a fidophobia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you're terrified of snakes because Indiana Jones is terrified of snakes. Is that? But was that the birth of? Of your fear of snakes for either of you? Was it seeing Indiana Jones with a giant cobra in his face? Or what what was the moment that you were terrified by snakes or the earliest memory you have of being frightened by them? I think the fact that snakes exist did it for me. I've never never been particularly traumatized by them, but. Oh, Catholic school. Snakes are the devil. That's true. Like, do you have this weird statue of Mary? Very, very young age. Hey, you guys want to know what the devil, the devil himself looks like? It is a snake. It's this snake. It's this animal right here is what the actual devil looks like. We had those big statues of Mary stepping on the snake. You know, yeah. St. Patrick is awesome because he drove out the snakes. I mean, it's just common yeah. sense. You know, you don't want to be on St. Patrick's side. You don't want to be on the snake's side. Who would do that? At huge, huge pop culture right now, the character that evokes a snake the most is Voldemort. The character that evokes a spider the most is Spider-Man. Ooh, good point. Well, all right, look, uh, obviously that proves that there can be benefits to be bitten by a spider. Sure. That you can gain superpowers, yeah. but you don't want to find out. Like black, I feel like a black mark on the leg. I don't know what that, that black widow was thinking. It's like one bite. They're like, what now? Now we wait. <laughs> Just you see. three or four years untreated, that could cause you to lose that leg, and I'm going to not eat it. Like it did, yeah. There's no end game there. They don't even eat people. I'll say this. The worst thing about spiders is they're just kind of jerks. Like If you've ever gone in the woods, especially if you're a runner or just walking on trails in the morning, <laughs> they put all of their webs across like the trail. Like yeah. There's acres and acres of woods, and they set everything on the trail, and you go through, and you get 100 spider webs in your face, and you turn around, and they rebuild them all. They spend the entire overnight as Kevin McAllister from Home Alone building <laughs> these spider web booby traps for all of the people that run through in the morning. And how have they not evolved to like build their web someplace it doesn't get knocked down? Like that can't help them survive. Like that's just them well, being dicks. To be, to be a snag, right? You want it in a high traffic area. Well, but also, you want it for bugs. Like bugs don't take trails; they fly. They can go anywhere. Like you don't need to put it on the walking trail where it's going to get knocked down every yeah, day. Yeah, but if you put a yellow line on the ground, people are going to and bugs included. They're rule followers. And this is this is <laughs> also this is where my theory really comes into play. 
the reason why they're laying all of those webs down is they're trying to catch you and kill you. They just haven't figured it out yet, but they will. <laughs> Spiders are cra- – they're, they're crafty little buggers. You think like a snake is a very obvious threat, but all you really need to stop it is a flute. They proved that in India. Where they make them dance out of uh, – in baskets and stuff. Okay. How many people, first of all, carry a flute? Second of all, can carry – can, you know, play it? This is uh, – I feel like that's the hardest possible way to survive a snake. where is snakes in your basket a problem? Well, now <laughs> – First of all, if you have a lot of baskets and you live in New Mexico, it's probably a problem. <laughs> Second, this is a great case for keeping arts programs alive in schools. Yeah. I had to learn to play the recorder, and I felt like a real ninny doing it. But yeah. I, really what they were teaching me was how to stop any snake from attacking me sure. dead in its tracks. You playing Darling Clementine on a recorder is going to save your life against a black mamba. Yes. The most dangerous cobra in the world is no match for hot cross bones. That is proven scientifically. Can they uh- – uh, can they even really hear, or are they just following the motion of the flute? Like, you might be able to just wave a stick and achieve the same thing. Now, I'm not going to test this. I'll leave this up to you, but... <laughs> Wait, why? I have to do it? Oh, I man. think that they think that the flute is a uh, a snake that can sing, like a super talented snake. <laughs> it's like, like American who is Idol? a super talented snake? Like, I would follow Katy Perry to the ends of the world. Like, this snake, maybe this snake to that snake, the flute is uh, Snake Katy Perry. <laughs> that is the most logical explanation. I was going to leave it there. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll hear from some of the other shows on the Max Fun Network. And when we come back, we will dig deeper into the cavern of fears that is snakes v. spiders. And we will come up with a definitive worst, creepiest, crawliest, or slitheriest animal of them all. We'll be right back. Hey there, folks. I am writer and performer Dave Hall. And I host International Waters, where we pair a team of comedians in L.A. against a team of comedians in London in a pop culture trivia battle royale. Comedians like Josie Long. I worry that it makes me seem like I'm 80 years old, but I hurt my knee and it is just on the mend. And I can't tell you how delightful (laughs) that feels. If I want to walk down some stairs, I just go for it now. (laughs) Michaela Watkins. We have a country where, like, our leaders actually deny global warming. <laughs> so we are going to have more beachfront property than any <laughs> other nation. I mean, it's going to shrink our country in half, but it's okay. But that's just more yeah. beach. And many more. Join us every other week on International Waters with me, Dave Holmes. Find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you easily confused by terms like cultural appropriation, cisgender? And woke? Or maybe you find yourself constantly explaining terms like these and you need a place to vent. Do you have a love for all things pop culture, social commentary, and politics? Sounds, Sounds like, like you, you need, need Minority, Minority Corner. Corner. Where you can learn, laugh, and play. Sounds like Blue's Clues. Only it's more black, gay, and ladylike. James and Aneke will happily administer your weekly dose each and every Friday. You can listen on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Minority Corner. With the K. Because the C was taken. And we're back. And I'm still sort of terrified. Uh, this is like a – it's really creepy. It's re- like I just – I feel like, though, that both of you are talking me into being less afraid of spiders, spiders and more are good afraid guys. of snakes. Yeah. Spiders can't – they're not all good guys. 
how many how many webs would it like if, if a spider wanted to kill you like how many spiders would it take like let's say they've set up the perfect trap to catch you how many webs in a row do you think you could walk through before you would be physically stopped i would i would think it would have to at least be a wall of webs uh several feet thick with the webs only you know a centimeter apart each I would, th- I would, I think we're talking like hundreds of thousands of webs here, like in a degree of yeah. coordination that's just not going to happen. Right. I mean, they would have to work together, which I still believe is being coordinated. I just think they haven't <laughs> figured it out yet, but it would take a lot. I guess, are you more afraid of a biting and swallowing snake or a constrictor that slowly squeezes oh, the life out of you? Fast biting snake. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like the slow ones. Like I feel like if you get eaten by a, a boa constrictor, it's your own fault. Like you have to be just like <laughs> yeah. so drunk. You don't even wake up. Yeah. Like how else is it going to catch you? Like, Oh no, it's slowly giving me a hug. Like there are a million ways to figure out how to get out. Of there. Well, you can see eyes, head eyes right there. You know, you can, you can solve this. I'm not a bright guy. I can solve that. I mean, they can't, you know, they can't go underwater, like take a bath. I mean, there's, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, the snake. Uh, look, I, I go back to this. Uh, if you open up, uh, a cabinet in your, in your kitchen and you see a spider, you're going to be momentarily freaked out and then you're going to kill it or pick it up and take it out. If you open up the cabinet in your kitchen and you see a snake, that is a different day. That is a different ball game. That is shut the door, get in your car, eat somewhere else, and come home after your landlord tells you they have taken care of it with a bulldozer. <laughs> and I know that only some snakes are poisonous. I feel like that makes it worse. Like, if 100% snakes were poisonous, we'd all just hate snakes. We'd all be on guard and it'd be safe. But like, but you're like, oh, well, most snakes are safe. It's probably fine. So you're lulled into a jelly fall. beans are okay, but only exactly. some of them are popcorn. And that, and that, it makes it worse that, that there's just a few poison ones hidden in there. And it's like, did I get unlucky? Did I draw, draw the poison card today? That's, that's the horror movie stuff right there. And you know, oh, cute little garter snake. And then 10 seconds later, you're dead. And, and I know I would not be able to identify. First of all, I do not, I carry a flute, but not a field guide. But I also, <laughs> like, I don't know what patterns to look for or, mm-hmm. or any, like, I would be, I'd be found dead from snake bites with a handful of poison ivy in my mouth because I was hungry. I always heard that it's the more colorful of all of them is the more dangerous, right? Is that like a rule of thumb? Like more colorful snakes, more colorful frogs, more colorful anything means they're more and more poisonous. Well, that's why rainbows kill so many people. You know, yeah. colors are just deadly. <laughs> yeah. Remember all those people sure. who died during the 1960s? <laughs> <laughs> all right, you bozos. <laughs> uh, like we're getting close. There are there are like there are rhymes that are supposed to help you like yellow on black, you know, getaway jack or something. I can't remember the rhymes. Like I would just like I feel like beer the fact, in the clear. Yeah, like the fact that there is a rhyme. I would sit there trying to rhyme and just get bitten and die. Like I would not remember the colors correctly. <laughs> <You're> tr- <laughs> uh, he you died doing what he loved. Shuttle going. Yeah. King's <laughs> My very excellent mother just served us nine. Make a right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, d- does pop culture representation of either? Because they're they're a, a different spy. Obviously, in Harry Potter, they're both treated differently. But I guess also the uh, Cobra. Uh, they are the bad guys in GI Joe. You know, and they're the bad guys in Harry Potter too. Like for That's parts true. of it, there, there's a scene where they try to eat Harry and Ron. And yes, Hagrid loves them, but Hagrid loves everything because he's oh, just the, the got some, some poor judgment. Yeah, he loves yeah. that big one, and yeah. And then there was also, I guess, 
here's I here here is I think what would tip it for me <laughs> as as a wrestling fan. The the one guy who I was always afraid of as a kid was Jake the Snake Roberts, mm-hmm. who would bring a a python named Damien in a canvas bag to the ring with him, and after he defeated an opponent, would drape the snake all over them, which was terrifying to think of. <laughs> now, looking at it, it doesn't seem that dangerous. Right. But at the time, the idea that I could be prone and then somebody just went, now I'm going to lay a snake on you. And there's <laughs> nothing you can do about it. Yeah. It just That's- will have its way. It's like the worst party foul ever. Like, we you know, you, you, instead of drawing on their face with marker, you just put a snake on them. Oh, you're asleep with your shoes on. You deserved it. <laughs> Fell asleep first. <laughs> we, we're going to put your other snake in the freezer. We're going to put the snake <laughs> on top of you. <laughs> and we're going to put your hand in a warm snake. <laughs> All those, those Adam family uh, slumber parties sure were the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Have we left anything out? In our discussion, I feel like we have covered, we've covered pop culture. We've covered number of legs. Uh, we've covered, uh, their, their benefits to society, uh, very briefly. Cause you guys clearly did not want to talk about those. No. <laughs> um, and, uh, and we've talked about some of the more terrifying experiences that we've had with them. Are all three of us leaning toward snakes being the more terrifying of the two, of the two on this episode? Absolutely. Do we need to like say final answer or something? Is there a buzzer I need to hit? So, uh, the way this works normally mm-hmm. is we, we come to our decision and then I give a small speech to our listeners who we call the people of the world. But also this is for all people of the world because every decision we make on this podcast is binding mm-hmm. for oh, the end of time. Of course, of course. They may no longer, they can argue all they want, but their life has been changed irreversibly. Yeah. <laughs> the new world they live in. Exactly. This is the new world order. We better not hear of anybody putting ketchup on hot dogs or hanging their toilet paper underhand. Yes, that is strictly verboten. Yeah. And also, what were you doing? You have to look at yourself in the mirror every day. Yeah. Don't forget. Uh, I, Don't look at yourself in the mirror. Oh, God, there's a snake behind you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a candy man made of snakes. <laughs> I, uh, I, look, I personally am very terrified of spiders. I'm not any less terrified of them now, to be honest. However, the, the purpose of this podcast is to take the subjective and make it objective. And I am willing to set aside my crippling fear of spiders mm-hmm. to side with the two of you and come to the decision that snakes are the worst. So, uh, so allow me to say, people of the world, just look at those things. How are they moving? They're just like a muscle tube with fangs, and all they want to do is, first of all, first of all, look at a slow motion thing of a rattlesnake jump, jumping, and it, not only it's jumps and the, the fangs pop out, but, but the venom doesn't come, it's on the teeth, but it flies out at you. Like it sends some venom first to soften you up for when it sinks its teeth in to, <laughs> to poison you up with its snaky mouth or it's just squeezes you to death with all its muscles. And then it puts you inside full. Like it does not going to take your shoes off or take your jeans off. It's going to eat all of you. And then and you're lucky if they find you in some internet video later on and everybody can make jokes about your sneakers and jeans. Sorry, dead guy. Maybe you shouldn't have been in a place with giant snakes. Go to a city center. It's not that hard to avoid these giant snakes. 
And we all want, like, if I see a little snake, I get terrified to jump. Like, especially because, like, how is that thing moving? It, it almost looks like an optical illusion. The way it undulates on a, like, a brick path, and yet it's moving forward, but it's moving sideways. Uh-uh. Not interested. Snakes are the worst asked and answered. Thank you, James, for joining us on this episode. And terrifying us now. Yes. I, none of us are going to sleep tonight. No, well, not at all. I never, yeah. I'm never sleeping again. Thank you for that. <laughs> but we, we really appreciate you coming on, and uh, you're certainly welcome back anytime you want. Absolutely. But please tell everybody where to find you and uh, where they can read some of your writing and, and any anything else you want to plug. The floor is yours. All right. Shameless plugging. My favorite part. That's- I am at, at Exploding Unicorn on Twitter without the E. On Facebook, uh, I'm Exploding Unicorn with the E because I had more space. Uh, Exploding Unicorn corn.com for my website uh, either spelling and I've got a book coming out in October only de- dead on the inside a parent's guide to surviving the zombie apocalypse <laughs> way scarier than snakes or spiders so that's just solid useful information right there that'll keep you alive amazing oh, fantastic well uh, we want to thank J.R. Beard as well who submitted this topic via email and uh, while this topic has been solved, there's so many more. So we want to hear from you. Give us them topics, people. You can email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com or you can join our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash we got this podcast. Or you can check us out on Twitter at we got this tweets or visit the Maximum Fun subreddit. Who knows? A flame war may be happening right now. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, and thank you to Kirsten Benzer also who jumped in to do all of the snake research on this. Uh, boy, you are way braver than any of the three of us. Uh, thank you to graphic designer Uri Kelman and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thank you as always to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman, for our score and theme song respectively. And of course, thank you to you, our listeners. You've really terrified us tonight with this one. Uh, I, nobody's going to sleep here. Not me, not James, not Hal. So no. I hope you're proud of yourselves. We love you all very much. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Agliardi. For Mark Agliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.